I guess it just worked out. Oh, gross. You should be energized, though. Whoever fucking said that is a fucking liar. Like, literally. People also murder. say exercise is like fun and you like it. That's just a blatant lie. And they're sociopaths. Hello and welcome. <laughs> I wish I could have done that more fluidly, you know? Um. Hello and welcome to the Boom Boom Room. I am your co host, Aubrey. And I'm your expert, Taylor. And this is your premiere of the Circle Podcast. Let's get into it. Let's. So this episode <laughs> was a whole lot, and truly the only part I care about is the ending. So, I mean, I told you what I was doing while watching this episode, but it genuinely, like, struggled to hold my attention. Did it? Did, was it a me trying to recover passwords thing, or was it actually just not a real strong one? There were some, like, okay, so here's what I will say is this episode was a lot heavier on sort of the interpersonal drama and, like, political talking to each other-ness stuff. I feel like even Um, that was just in the back half, though. Yeah, well, so, so let's start at it. Like, right in the morning, we get sort of cutbacks to and from. So I'm going to just talk about this first, The Breakfast Club. Uh-huh. Which is Roxana, Isabella, and Daniel. And uh Woof, uh Isabella is just messy, which like fine. Daniel clearly has never cooked for himself in his life. I mean And he... Roxana is a mother, and that makes sense that she can cook. <laughs> the bacon looked fine though. I don't know why Daniel was freaking out about the bacon and not the thing he was calling a pancake that really looked like a wet crepe. crepe. Yeah. Yes! But like, not a like good a one, either. No. Oh, it looked like the most disgusting crap ever. Unless it um, was all butter it was soaked in, in which case that'll probably eat, but it'll still be kind of crap. It was not. It, his, his fucking... Oh, it was chunky when he put it... Oh, anyways. That's what I mean, though. Um, like, how did you get a crepe out of chunky... Ba- like, there are a lot of mysteries going on with Daniel, but the bacon was surprisingly fine-looking at the end, I thought. I, I would think eat it's that. because... I think it's honestly probably because, um, you know how if you, like, put too much oil in, or, like, not oil, because you don't, bacon grease, like, it gets sizzling and it starts, like, popping out, and, like, if you're too near the pan and it's, like, too much, it will, like, hurt you a little bit. Sure. I mean, it's also hard to cook two pieces of bacon, I'll grant him. Yeah. My guess is he was doing something like that, and he was, like, getting hit by, like, little bacon grease parts, and he's like, ow, cooking shouldn't be painful, which is a lie. That is a lie. Um, It's always painful. It's always painful. Anyways, so yeah, let's talk about the Jackson-Calvin conversation. Yeah. And how... (laughs) Calvin is (laughs) so irrational, and I love it. Like, I genuinely love his character on the show. It's so funny. Um, It's like he cannot see past himself, and I think that's hysterical. Because, like, he is asking Jackson questions, and Jackson is giving him, like, answers, but they're non-answers. And he's like, you need to pick a side. It's like, that is a sign that someone has picked a side and it's not yours. Yeah. I don't know. I think I really enjoyed the fact that Calvin was like going into this explicitly with the plan to interrogate Jackson. And Jackson went to this with the explicit plan of never answering any question ever. Yes. And like, it's it's just a great non-conversation. 
It was. Well, what fucking got me is Calvin went into this with like, oh, I'm going to like ask him. I'm going to interrogate him. Then asked vague fucking questions. Because like his first question was like, oh, were there any lyrics last night that you thought were true? And Jackson said, yeah, probably the nice ones. And he was like, that's not an answer. And it's like, it is. You just like you were asking a different question than the words that came out of your mouth, my man. You specifically wanted to know what their thoughts on the kind, the, the, sorry, the K Nick rap battle was about. And then he was even like, oh, well, like, who do you think threw shade? And it's like, that's such a vague question. Because, and Jackson's answer, by the way, was basically like, we did. We threw shade at each other, but it's fine because we're like, all's good, you know? Then he's like, that's not an answer. I'm like, it is. It's just like, you did not ask nearly a specific enough question, which I get why you didn't. It's hard to ask a specific question in the circle without like seeming like aggressive or giving your game away. But like, the thing is, he is aggressive and was planning to give his game away. Like, I, I don't. <laughs> Like, he thought he was doing it. He, like, literally, he should have just come in and said, are you team me and Kay, or are you team Nick? Because that's what he wanted to know, and he doesn't give a fuck. And, like, <laughs> and then, then he could have complained when Jackson said, oh, I'm not really team whoever, blah, 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 like, whatever bullshit answer they give. Then you can get pissed at them for not answering, sure. But, like, you did not ask that question. So you cannot be not you cannot be mad that your boy Jackson did not give an answer to that question. I mean, I don't disagree. Anyways, that's I just I thought that was I just thought that whole conversation was very funny because then we get like Nick and and Kay having a conversation, which I would say like sort of started with the same energy but went the exact opposite way of like them being like, oh yeah, like we we threw shots at each other, but like hey, we both like each other, and both of them being like, they're my enemy, but also maybe my friend. <laughs> I, it's, Which I was like, yeah, they're, they're both like, yeah, we, we like game res respect game. I feel like Kay made an actual kind of alliance move there, and Nick is just like, he seems to care way more about the fact that she might be a catfish than the fact that she's an actual ally right now, like by virtue of having, yeah. by sharing Calvin. It, it's just also, weird. Yeah. It is really funny because, like, I get kind of where Nick is coming from because, like, if K is gone, Calvin is all his, um, and and K is like a very strong person. She has a lot of bonds, but like, he is so focused. Like that, his his mind is entirely on getting K out, and I don't think that's gonna necessarily go great for him. But maybe it will. Who knows? I think if he gets her out, it won't go great for him. I think if she gets oh, no, eliminated independently. And like his hands are completely clean. I think that might be good for him. No, yeah, I, I agree with that for sure. So then we get the new person yeah. who's named James. He is a comedian and DJ. Uh, and <laughs> you can call me daddy. Is that what you were trying to say? No, uh, for, if we're going to talk about any quote that he said, it was I'm a bus token. <laughs> um, iconic. Um, he, he does come in and says, he's like, oh, I want to be the best friend. I want to be the uncle, which I fucking respect. Just like as a, as a black man walking into the circle of being like, I will be your 
stereotypical black friend token like tokenize me bitch tokenize me all the way till the end and i icon love him for that i think he's fun i enjoyed a lot of his like like, snap judgments with nick being fake right away and just honestly roasting everybody down the profiles yes that's like he came in and he's like i'm a comedian like I'm always telling jokes and I'm like, oh, you're going to be probably too much for me. But then every line was a banger from there. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't know. Like, he probably said something that I didn't laugh at, but like, genuinely so funny. Like, even if his judgments weren't right, they were fucking funny. They were. Um. So, yeah. So we get into a game. <laughs> I say game in quotation marks where uh, James gets to invite people into a chat like in waves, which is fun. So the first person he invites is Kay. And they really just talk about how Calvin and Roxana are cool. And they sort of like bond with each other a little bit. Uh, any thoughts? Not really. I mean, Kay, Kay's a real threat. Oh, that's all that this is he, really reaffirming here. Yeah. Um, and then he adds Roxana, Calvin, and Isabella. Um, and said uh, a great line, which is... Uh, we the ghetto Power Rangers. <laughs> I thought it was which, interesting that uh, Calvin funny. snuck in and took Jackson's spot, based solely on like Kay's impression or recommendation. Yeah, yeah, I do think that it was very supposed to be Jackson. Hmm. Anyway, that's all I got for that part. I have more people. Sure. Um, Calvin vouches for Daniel and Nick. Um. And then James invites Jackson, Daniel, and Ashley, though. He leaves Nick out because he thinks Jackson is cooler than Nick. Uh-huh. Um, he, he says that he thinks Nick is a 45-year-old man, and he got that photo from Google Images, uh, which was, again, very funny. Also, he did have a, a great burn on Daniel, which is, how are you so young, but your shirt so old? <laughs> which, like, yes, I love, like, so funny. I I enjoy that you can tell, like, he's not taking his roast seriously at all, even though they're kind of true. No. You know, it's like he he's saying because it it's funny, not because he's putting him down because it is funny and it is a I don't know. Daniel's just fucking hilarious. And everything was spot on that he said. Daniel's so fucking funny. Um, I love that everyone who's seen Daniel has been like, who is this 12? year old child <laughs> and what is he doing on this television show um which I, is just so fucking funny i feel bad but can't even be mad that daniel got rated low because like what am i supposed to do with this kid here <laughs> like we don't right. have anything in common yeah i have a whole thought on like why daniel got rated low but um <laughs> um oh yeah so so daniel talks about how he's like oh like i'm a virgin i've never kissed anyone and i don't drink um and that's like my fun fact which like by the way good fun fact um like it's something that people aren't going to be expecting but also i love people's reactions because they're like oh that's real like that's a real person no one would lie like that and it just it goes to show that if you want to be believed in the circle you just gotta say something fucking outlandish about yourself with like full confidence and people will be like well no one would lie about that (laughs) yeah well that sounds like a lie so it's obviously true yeah, no one would lie about being a 20-year-old and say that they've never done any of the things that we all associate all 20-year-olds with doing, <laughs> which is partying. I, uh, I enjoyed that Jackson gave such a bad answer to his icebreaker question. He was like, 
I might be wrong about them. I should have listened to Calvin and invited Nick. And Calvin was just like, that's a fucking catfish. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, yes, you're right, but... <laughs> It was a lame fucking answer. It was a it was really a bad ass. answer. It was kiss ass, and it legitimately didn't say anything about yourself. Like nothing. It was uh, Jackson is like, not if you doing even great. Wanted to go that route, you would be like, oh, I love stand up. I, I fucking tried it when I was in college, and I bombed so hard. Like I am not a comedian that I thought I was. Like that. At least that's something. It's like building a bridge through comedy and also being like. Here's like an embarrassing story about me. Yeah. Like I fucking I'm not that funny. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then Nick gets added last, immediately starts typing a message, and then the chat ends, which is just bullying. <laughs> that was funny. <laughs> to be like, hey, you got picked last, motherfucker. Especially because he started typing like right away. He almost had that message out before they closed it. Oh, I, I swear to fucking God, he probably said sent and they're like, ooh, sorry, you can't. <laughs> <laughs> I, part of me was wondering if they're like, all right, we're going to let Nick get three quarters through this message. And as soon as like we're getting what feels like close to the end, just shut this shit down. Do not oh, let yeah, him Nick get was a trying message to think of, like the hashtag or like the emoji to use. And they were like. And the chat. And the chat. <laughs> nope. I loved how fucking funny everybody else found that too, because it was very funny for how mean it was. It was so. It, that's just bullying. I enjoyed Nick taking like the taking it on the brown, being like, "Well, at least maybe they'll be fucking sympathetic for me." Which, like, honestly, here's what I'll say: is like in the very next chat between Isabel and Nick, honestly, him missing out on the conversation worked for him. Because Jackson said some dumb shit, which pushed Nick up in James's ratings, like, internally. And also, the only thing said about him was something positive. Like, Kay kind of shaded him, but she was vague posting, so the new guy doesn't know who the fuck is talking, like, who, who she's talking about. Yeah, that so didn't like, really mean anything to James. Yeah. So, honestly, Nick and missing it wasn't the worst thing. Especially because Nick does have, like, a very, very forward personality in the text chats where like you you can get to know nick in this very quickly and he's not shy so i you might be right that yeah, also, it worked out also talk anytime flirt anytime good motto no well yes but also isabella starting a fucking chat with nick and then immediately being like how do i flirt with a boy gross <laughs> I love that she's like, all right, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna chat with him and I'm gonna flirt with him. And then the second she has to fucking type a message, she's like, I regret this immensely. <laughs> Isabella is quickly becoming one of my favorites to root for. Oh, same. I'm, I'm very, I'm very Team Isabella. I, it's too because I, I, who, what's her name? Sophie. Yeah, Sophie. Yes. Look, sometimes I take a random shot and it's right. I really like Sophie. Isabella, I think, is still kind of boring. But I think she start like, being an influencer this week, I think, is hopefully going to be good in terms of, like, also making Isabella very interesting. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, am I boring you? Um, no, maybe. Um, okay, so then we get to the rankings. Yeah. Um, I put some notes down about, like, where people put each other, but I would say there's nothing really interesting. I agree. Um... Like, nothing truly shocking happened. Um, so then, let's get to the ratings. Um, in eighth place is Jackson, 
I don't think there are any surprises there, right? No, none. Uh, in seventh place is Daniel, which I saw coming and I had predicted and I was upset about it preemptively. Um, because I think, I think so for a lot of people, like, he's not like their number one or two, obviously. I think for a lot of people, he's someone who's like, oh yeah, and Daniel's cool. So my guess is he probably got a lot of like five, six ratings. And, like, no one put him as, like, one-twos, which just pushed him down in the polls, is my guess. I think you're right, that basically everybody put him sort of low-middle, and just not having any top places really dragged yeah, him down. Yeah, he's just, no one's, like, number one alliance right now, yeah. which is a bummer for him. He's very unpolarizing, though. Nobody's like, we have to get Daniel out, Daniel's not on my team. Like, everybody's like, yeah, and Daniel could be with us. <laughs> Yeah, well, it's because he's like he's he's in a lot of different chats with a lot of different people, but he's like towards the bottom of everyone's totem pole in terms of like who they consider to be like important to them, which means like no one's aiming to get him out, but also no one's like super protective of him. According to survivor rules, he is going to be very important for one episode and then probably get eliminated after. Yeah, definitely. He's either going to, like, that, or he might just make it to the end as, like, the, oh, well, you're not gonna win person. Um, I'm starting to get swing vote was... energy from him, rather than coaster energy. Maybe. Anyways, uh, sixth is Roxana, which was shocking. Sixth isn't cute at all. Sixth is it? She's right! <laughs> I was a um, little surprised, but this whole was rating shocked. was kind of a... It made me feel like I asked the question, like, did I miss something? And I don't think right. I did. I think the bands just got coordinated, but we'll get there. The, the band fucking... No, yeah, no, the band just sort of, like, all were like, hey, we need to vote for each other. And they did. And that was... And then, yeah. And then it happened. Um, Fifth place is Calvin. He uh, was not pleased, fourth... in spite of not doing that bad. Oh, he was pissed. He was like, this doesn't make sense. Um. Which I, yeah, fair. But like, you know, Jackson doesn't like you. You don't like Jackson. But Jackson doing but bad it, might have helped reassure Calvin that he should be doing good instead of, eh. Yeah. Fair. Um, Nick is in fourth. Kay is in third, which is, I think this is like her first time not being an influencer. It is, yeah. I don't know if that's true. No, that's but, true. Oh, she made it? a big deal about it later on because she was feeling stressed because she's never not been an influencer. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's true. That said, yeah, she's she was always happy been for third. Well, and here's what I will say: is it it says a lot about how fucking powerful she is in this game that like three or f- like three people were specifically putting her low, and she still got third. Yeah, like that is an insane amount of like positive votes for for that. Oh yeah, no, she's in a really good spot. People like her. She's doing well, and people just. Like she's kind of a quiet ring. She's too big of a threat to win right now. Is is really my can like after this week she has to be first every single fucking week, girl. She's gonna get eliminated, and I just don't think that's gonna happen because I think her people are gonna start getting voted out, and that's gonna weaken her position. Um, I don't know, which will maybe save her, but I don't know. This week is gonna depend a lot for Kay. Yes, um, Isabella is second, and Ashley is first. Um, and 
Ashley, who is, uh, just as a reminder, a gay man, said, this is how a lesbian takes over the world. (laughs) (laughs) Which, like, love it. And then the the extra level of irony, like, that the host pointed out, even, like, that the other number one is, like, a straight woman who's actually a lesbian. (laughs) Well, let's also not forget the extra, extra irony of, you made Ashley bisexual. Yes, you keep saying she's a lesbian. But you keep saying she's not, like, make up your mind. Yeah, and then you keep flirting with dudes. <laughs> just Nick, though. That's true, it is just Nick. So then they go to the hangout, and they start discussing who they're going to eliminate. Uh, they both agree that Nick and Jackson are safe, you know, that's the band, that's the, that's the group, that's the reliance. Yep, gotta keep the boys in the band. Yeah, um, Daniel, uh, one of them says, could be a goat for them go in this situation not being greatest of all time, but rather uh, someone you can take to the end to, like, vote for you, basically. Yep. Um, which is fair, and it's, like, mean, but fair. I just like Daniel. <laughs> I thought it was interesting that they were both so blunt about it, with Ashley basically thinking Daniel would be grateful enough to be an ally if they save yeah. them, and Isabella thinking, like, yeah, he doesn't, he's not a threat, he's not playing the game, there's no real danger here. Yeah. Um, and then, so Isabella's a bit worried about Roxana because she's so close to Kai. Okay. Yep, I know. It's because it's spelled, it is spelled like Kai. Oh yeah, no, I, I, I committed to spelling it K-A-Y every single time. It's the only reason I haven't been fucking it up as much. That's funny. Yeah. I should start doing that. Anyways, um, Roxana, uh, Isabel sees her as a threat, but um, Ashley's a bit hesitant, which I think it's interesting for, like, the last three, they, like, never really come to a decision on any of them, because then Isabella sort of rolls that into talking about Kay, yeah. and how about, she, like, she's, like, sort of the top dog, like, this could be our chance to take her out, and then Ashley takes that and moves on to Calvin. And it's all, like, very fluid for those three, which I think is very interesting. This is definitely... It's hard to tell if we're just getting to see more of it, or if they're having a much more, like, actual, in-depth conversation about collective strategy here. I think they I think they are just having a, a uniquely blunt conversation because they are in a major alliance together and are, like, not hiding anything from each other. They are also both on the same page of, like, wanting to make a big move and not just get rid of the unpopular person. Yeah, well, and the thing is, they both want to get rid of someone from the same group. It's just a question of which one. Yeah. So, Um, I thought it was interesting. I feel like Roxana is safe because I feel like uh, the fact that Ashley is in, like, a loose alliance with them, like, they're tight, combined with the fact that Isabella did agree that that was sort of like a poking the bear move rather than an actual productive gameplay choice getting rid of Roxana isn't a smart move because you still have Kay and Calvin who are there together and you have someone who's like Daniel who is like more loyal to Roxana than you like if she's gone though you know it's like I don't know. I think I agree with them that that would not be their best move yeah it Um, maybe helps Isabella a little and like actively hurts Ashley Yes. So I'm going to take a moment and feel free to interrupt me at any point in time to okay. talk about the, the two moves that they've brought up and how interesting I think this is. And how this is like one of the first times at the end of an episode, I don't know who's going home. The two moves you um, see being Calvin or Kay? Yes. 
and how I think they're both so interesting and they're both big swings and how like the points that they've brought up for each are like really valid because for Kay, it's like, she's one of the most liked people. She has an alliance with Roxana, with Calvin, with like other people. Like she is liked and getting rid of her takes out genuinely the, the, the number third person in the house right now. Um, not the number third. <laughs> um, which I, I think is so I honestly think that might be the best move because it also sort of like, yeah, people might want to like get revenge on you, but like uh Roxana and Kelvin, I don't think are necessarily going to like work together as an alliance. The reason they are aligned is because they both are with Kay, you know? I think, I think in that situation, Calvin is going to move on to like uh Nate or Nick. And Roxana might move on to like Ashley or or Daniel, you know. I think they'd be crazy not to get rid of Kay right now. I think she's too powerful. She has too many friends, and getting rid of Calvin does not. I mean, it weakens Kay, but not really, not effectively enough. Like it's it's a well, half measure when getting rid of Kay might get you more. Like I think the odds of Calvin just turning to Nick as his core alliance is likely. And that bolsters the band. Also, what we know is I think Calvin might be kind of a hothead. And if he gets fucking mad about that, I think his game is going to fall by the wayside and he's going to do stupid shit and make people not like him. I agree. Listen, I agree with all of that. I, I personally have written down getting rid of K as like the number one move. I do, however, still see the benefit of getting rid of Calvin. Because you know, like, even in the house, you know Calvin every week is voting K number one. So getting rid of that's a big, a big fucking move. K's the um, threat, though. Second of all... I'm not afraid of Calvin. Not really. Okay, so other, other stuff to talk about is that... Um, so yes, obviously there's an issue with, like, um, K and Roxana still being, like, able to align with each other. Um, but for Ashley, that's not a bad thing. And I think that's kind of why Ashley is talking about it more so. Because, like, if Ashley goes to Kay and is like, hey, I didn't want to get rid of Calvin, but, like, Isabella was very insistent on, like, you or Calvin, I chose to save you. You, and, you know, I, I don't know if this would work, and it may not, and it might backfire. But, like, especially, like, if I told Isabella straight up, like, I'm going to do this, like, Kay's going to hate both of us coming out of this, so I'm going to try and, like, get on her good side so that I can stay up in the rankings, and I'm going to throw you under the bus a little bit. And, like, I'm still here, and I've still got you. And I think, I think Isabella would be shockingly cool with that, because Isabella seems cool. I think Isabella... So I th- no, go ahead, finish So that. I just think that's a, a, that's a play Ashley could make, and that's sort of what came to my mind. Um, again, I, it's a risky play. It is a big risk to do that. And I'm not even sure it's worth it, but that's just sort of my thoughts. I think if they don't get rid of K, they got rid of Daniel. I think, I think no. if they didn't go big, I think they chickened out and played it safe. Oh, I disagree. Because they I, got rid I of think, K or Calvin. I mean, I'd love to think that, but part of me wonders if they oh. didn't get worried about the blowback on the band. Because, right, you get rid of K, Calvin will not work with the band which means he 
then might pull Nick out of the like it it can create a negative spiral there when if you just get rid of Daniel it's like whatever status quo we won this week maybe we'll win next week uh which I think is lame I don't know because but I think it's a frankly a better move than getting rid of Calvin I think the problem and I think I think something Ashley did really well to make sure that Calvin be sort of actually a, a, a choice and and sort of playing on emotions is bringing up that Calvin is coming for Jackson, which is true and has been very public even. And that does, uh, that that immediately sort of like, you could see like on Isabella's face being like, oh, well, I got to protect my boy. I did forget um, about that, so that they just can't get that along. Was a, that was a brilliant move from Ashley, first of all. I just want to say that. I think they got, I think they got rid of Kay or Calvin. I think Kay's the best move. I think it decentralizes that like, the, the sort of structure she's gone because like you saw like the people who are closest to her got fifth and sixth clearly like those individuals aren't super well liked she is just well liked and if you get rid of her that means that like the band is going to be the strongest structure because you will be half of the house at that point your alliance will make up 50 percent of the house meaning you will more often than not have at least one probably both people in the influencer spot i think getting rid of k is the best and that sucks because i really like k I do also really like Kay, but I have to recognize the fact that she's just playing too good of a game to be kept around by these people. Oh, her game is flawed. Like, the, the problem is that she's too well-liked. Yeah, she's either going to win or she's going to get eliminated, like, now. She, she needed this to start happening now. She needed to start winning Influencer every week from, like, now on. Because winning Influencer in the beginning is, like, cool and fun. It does not help you yeah i don't know i think it can definitely help you especially for keeping your early games strong and free of major enemies but it it doesn't help you in the beginning like it does in the like it's necessary in the end i'll agree there yeah so i'm very excited for next week i'm very excited to see who gets picked and who gets blocked um i i, I genuinely think it's gonna be kr calvin i don't think it's gonna be like daniel or roxana i don't think it's gonna be roxana i Part of me wonders if it isn't going to be Kay or Daniel, but you, I did kind of forget about the Calvin going for Jackson, which I think is a big factor to consider. That could have been enough to tip yeah. it hard to Calvin. Especially because like, if you get rid of Kay, like, obviously Jackson is still there. He goes to Nick. Nick can manipulate him if they're smart about it to like... Be like, Nick can be like, oh yeah, I'm with you against Jackson, but also then not be with him against Jackson. Like, it's interesting. It's very interesting. I think alliances in the circle are so much different than alliances in something like Big Brother or Survivor because they can't talk freely. And I think that's so interesting. That like, it's like we had had one group chat titled The Band, and from that, we all just have to dedicate to this alliance for it to work. And so far they have been. And I think that's really cool. I don't know. We'll have to see. I think we've definitely been around it. So we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Uh, yes. But we've done it, right? We're here at the end. It's always hard to tell if we're going to yeah, talk for have. a half hour or an hour in these. It is. But this was, this was a good one. This was, the end of the episode was good. It, the beginning of the episode was meh. Yeah, it did. It wasn't very exciting to watch, but this was a fun one to talk about. There's a lot of strategy. But it was necessary. Yeah. This was a very. And that's what I'll say is it was necessary as like set up. This was a very foundational episode for whatever's going to go off next week. I'm excited. Uh, 
But before we go, let me check our email, which you can email at tbbrpodcast at gmail.com. Uh, and while I pull that up, we haven't asked for a review in a while, so if you enjoy the show, by all means, please leave us a review on iTunes, or if, I guess, whatever you listen to us on has reviews, you can put it there. Yeah, preferably a it. good one. Whatever. Throw us some love if you like the show, and if you have complaints, email them to us. Remember, reviews are for compliments, complaints are for the email, dbbrpodcast at gmail.com. Yes. We got nothing. Or even fucking attack us on our, even just attack us on our subreddit. Like that's fine. Uh, reviews are positive. <laughs> <laughs> Good vibes only. Um, <laughs> if your name is Alex and you are a real person wanting us to join your network, email us again and say that you heard this part. And if you're a different Alex who just wants to say, "Hey, uh, go for that too." Tbbrpodcast at gmail dot com. We'd love to read it. Uh, but that's all I've got in the email, which is to say nothing. Uh, I mean, I have more travel deals, but I feel like that's sort of run its course as a comedic vein. Yeah. Uh, I, I would argue it was never a comedic vein, quite frankly. No, nah, that's a lie. It was funny, and you know it. We could go to a okay. lagoon for $700. That's kind of cool. What's the immoral, Aubrey? You. <laughs> you can't just fucking jump me like that look i it's hard to tell sometimes if you're taking an extended exasperated pause or if you're just not going to respond to me no yeah fair um the immoral this week is um something i feel like any of us can use in our day-to-day -day life which is you know you look at these ratings on popularity and you see gay is like the most popular and jackson is the least popular and yet jackson isn't at risk of getting eliminated so i'm just saying don't be popular just be aggressively unpopular like really just work on pushing people away i'm saying have zero relationships with anyone just burn those bridges down and you're safe you know it's like a moat so what you're saying is if you don't know anybody you can't get voted out yeah what i'm saying is that people can only hurt you if you talk to them <laughs> I don't know if and if you just don't talk to anyone no one can ever hurt you ever again <laughs> and i feel like that's like a really heartwarming moral <laughs> amoral whatever 